Welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast. This is episode number 46, and we're live from the Dirty Tea, you know what I'm saying? And always have to adjust this mic because, you know, it keeps going down. I don't know why. There we go. See? There it goes down. But, hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast, and this is yours truly, the back porch Mexican himself, Carlos. Poppy, you can call me Poppy, but uh, you might be able to hear some shit outside, you know what I mean, we live in the ghetto, and the people cutting the grass are loud and clear, doing their shit, you know, this is a uh, morning podcast, I am, uh, this is the afternoon, it's not in the middle of the night, like I usually do it, um, but if you haven't followed us on YouTube, make sure you do. Like, share, subscribe, share, share, help us out, help me out. I greatly appreciate it. And there will be more content there than it is through podcasts, I think. Because I, I upload a lot of reels that I transfer from my um, TikTok, uh, also under the Back Porch Mexican podcast. Go follow us there. Like, subscribe, share, all the good things. Um, and let's just get started right away. Thank you for listening, by the way. Uh, it's, what is today? It's Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Lent is almost over. Y'all sinners can go back to sinning. You guys, whoever gave up something for Lent, if you're Catholic. I was once Catholic, but, you know, it, it wasn't like my choice. I was brought to there by my grandma and I was forced to go to Sunday mass and behave uh, quick side note. Most Catholic kids or most, most Catholic members get baptized when they're very young, like young, like babies. Like you don't remember being baptized. Guess what? I remember both of them baptisms, baptisms once and the Catholic, and then, you know, I was trying to figure who I was, and when I was about 15, I joined the LDS, LDS Church, also known by many of you, like the Mormons, you know, they brought this message, and I was naive, and the message is wonderful, it's, it's encouraging, it's, it gives you hope, you know, uh, and I joined, I remember that one too, that, the first one, I'll tell you the, about the first one. I remember my grandma wake me up. She woke me up and she goes, today we're going to go to your baptism. I was eight years old. And I was like, what? Baptism? She was, yeah, you've gone to church many times now. I think it's time for you to get baptized. And I guess it had to do with something legal because, you know, like my parents abandoned me at her house. So she didn't really have full custody of me or what have you. Um, so... There was some um, issues with the paperwork. Let's say that. Even then, I was dealing with some paper issues. <laughs> no, but so. And she goes, we're going to mass. And I'm like, OK. Um, she put me on some blues, some blue slacks and a white dress up shirt. You know, with a little bow tie, a little tie and a rosary. It's not a good idea to chew ice on live. Um, or maybe it is. There's a bunch of people that listen to ASMR. 
and they're like, oh, you know, I like when they crush the soaps and they chew their food. Go fuck yourself. If you chew with your mouth open right next to me, you are scum of the earth, basically. Like, have no manners. I Listen, I have no manners either, but I, I that one drives me fucking insane. I, listen, I, I wouldn't even stand listening to, I can't concentrate. I have to, like, listen to something else or the fucking, the little crazy in me comes out so she gets me she gets me ready we um see that's why you gotta go to school kids don't live in the ghetto like me um and for some reason we don't take public transportation this time we always take public transportation which is like very common for most people in mexico um, we walk to church and this fucking church is in the center of town. It's not like the church that we used to go to. That was like three blocks away. So we're walking and her favorite place to walk through is the railroad, right? There's a railroad y- yard and we go through there. And I remember like balancing myself in the, on the road, on the, on the rails, fucking whipping the, the tie with one hand and then whipping the roaster with the other one, thinking I was like some ninja or something and i was like fucking jumping in puddles and by the time we got to the church i was a fucking mess i didn't have a tie the rosary had broke because i was fucking spinning it so hard i remember like getting to church and there was a line of people getting baptized with little babies and i'm like what the fuck is this why am i in the little baby section well guess what bitch you missed out when you were a baby so now you're getting dunked and they're supposed to dunk your head, right? But I was so big, the father just put a cross on my forehead and it was like, you're a Catholic now. I was like, okay. Um, and she was very red bone Catholic, right? Followed everything to the T. Mass, prayers, rose. Every time it rained, shit, you're not. Every time it rained in my town, my grandma would cover all the mirrors. This is some crazy shit. She would cover all the mirrors and start praying. Right? She'd be like, don't take showers when it's raining. Don't do this when it's raining. What else she said? Don't take showers when it's raining. Don't look yourself in the mirror when it's raining. Uh, something else. I can't remember. But those two were like big. And she would like read. I read. She would pray with her rosary in her hand. And she would not be done until she went all the way around the loop. So I couldn't go outside if it was raining, but I escaped multiple times. Uh, right? Sunday mass, early in the morning, fucking Sundays. I hated Sundays. She was like, get up, water the plants, and go. let's go to mass. So we would go to mass, and literally, with no food, nothing, just empty stomach, she was like, we're going to do this like this. I'm like, okay, sure thing, lady. Um... I didn't do my first communion to like, I actually never did it because I kept skipping class. After school, there was supposed to, we were supposed to go to this lady's house and she was teaching first communion class, but I was wild. I was hard to like stand still. Like I couldn't stand still. I was always fucking with people, not fucking with people, you know, fucking with people. Uh, no, I was just like. Very anxious. Not anxious, but I was just like 
this is boring. Like, what is like? I want to go do some mischievous stuff. So I remember that one, and then the second one. I wanted to believe that there was there were still good people on Earth, so I joined a group that, from the outside, they seemed like they were good, hardworking people, good, caring people. And then as I got older, they were like, because I was in the Mormon church from like 15 to about 17 and a half, right? It, it was the, you have to go do the mission for two years. And I'm like, hmm, no, I don't. Yeah, God wants you to. Well, then fucking, why is he telling me not to go? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, yeah. In my head, they tell me, don't go, don't go, don't go. Who's that? Oh, that's, you know, the that's your free will, and then you should, we're here to advise you that you should really go. It's a really good experience, and this is how you serve him, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. So I dipped out, and I never went back. And it wasn't, I'm not a religious person. I grew up around religion, and I say around because I never really followed the rules. I always wanted to... It's almost like I wanted to have, I wanted the peaceful moments that church and the activities and the, the, the attendance brought to me. But I also be, wanted to be wild and experience and do things that no 15-year-old should have been doing, you know. Uh, but growing up where I did, where everyone's like, we don't go to church. Most people don't go to church. Only ladies go to church, right? Like older ladies of the household. So people my age were not going to church. But my grandma made me because she put a whooping on my ass if I didn't. So there you go. You know, uh, she whooped me many times. Many, many, many times. And I, every single one of them, listen, if one of my kids went out and did the shit, half of the shit I did, I sent him away to a boot camp. Fuck all that. I'm thirsty like I got drunk last night. But I didn't, you know, I was in bed by 1030. So I wanted to do both, but church going people, they don't want you to do both. They want you to do one thing only and that's it. And that is boring. Like that is, I remember they had this play at, at the Mormon church that they, they do like teen night or teen activity night. I will fucking go there, play sports and, and, and mock the kids that's what I did the most mock the kids so they put in this play together about baby Joseph Smith and if you didn't know Joseph if you probably know Joseph Smith was a liar 14 year old turned he was probably high on mushrooms right he found some mushrooms in the fucking forest he started tripping this is what I think he started tripping ass and he's like oh God came to me and gave me this book and blah 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 and we gonna translate it and all this nonsense, right? But to some people, they need that nonsense. People need to be like I needed at the time. I needed to be. I don't have. I don't ever have that comfort to say like, "Oh shit, I had both parents, whether we're separated or together. I have them both. I can call them. I can do this. I can't do any of that." You know, when uh, so I needed a safe space where I was tolerated. And church people tolerate the most. You know what I mean? Because if you do done some shit, you're like, I repent. You're like, you're back in. 
because we're all a bunch of sinners pretending that we're good. And I wanted to do both for sure. But church people weren't about that life. At least it seemed like it. They were really hard on the rules when it came to me. But I started, I've, I've always been very observant of things, right? So I started to look into people's lives outside of church. I got myself a summer job with one of the church members. And boy, did I get to know that dude. Boy, did I get to know the real, because he was like a high, higher member ranking at the church. He was the assistant to the bishop. I believe I don't remember very rare. I don't I don't remember very well, but I got a job with him in the summer. You know, like hauling some shit, throwing shit out of taking things to the landfill, little things. But I got to really know the person outside and the person outside of the church. Fucking hilarious. Amazing. You know, like really cool. Bunch of stories about the war and El Salvador. He was a Salvadorian himself. So there was a lot of things that the demons he kept inside for sure. But outside the church, he would call me brother. Brother, brother this, brother this, brother Suarez, right? Um, but I ain't trying to pull the laundry out there, but he was cheating on his wife constantly, constantly. And, but in church... If you looked at it from afar, everyone was like the perfect little family. Everyone was like, you know, getting good grades and having great jobs, big houses. Uh, this whole entire thing of like what family is in that setting, that's the example. You look it up in a dictionary, a Mormon fucking family pops up. And I'm not bagging on, on the Mormons. But it's all a pretending game. Pretend that we're this. Pretend that we're holy. Pretend that we don't sin. Pretend that, like, you can't drink Dr. Pepper because it has caffeine. Bitch. What are you talking about? You smoke cigarettes. No one knows, but you smoke cigarettes. I've seen you. But you can't drink a little Dr. Pepper? It's got doctor in it. It's good for you. So, I kept, like, seeing things that made me lose faith in in what I was looking for. I was looking for a safe spot. Where, again, I could be tolerated, but also I could be myself, right? Because, like, pretending is not one thing I do well. I can't pretend that I like you. I can't pretend that I that I put up with you. It's very visual. It's very, you can feel it because I am very, like, black and white. There's no in gray. Like, either I fuck with you or I don't. So, pretending was the biggest thing to me because they sold me goods that were not that good and i guess it's to each his own maybe i was looking at it through the wrong lens you know still judging people instead of but it's not even judging it's like if what i want is that setting but you are outside of this setting your entirely structure is something else i don't i don't i don't think you're being truthful to yourself Maybe this is just a band-aid to cover up, to try to salvage whatever's going on or, you know, fix some things. But as a young teenager boy, the street life was more appealing 
more. And I shouldn't even be here right now because I was, you know, I have no parents, no real back support to where I could fall and ask for advice. I have really good members of my family that have been alongside with me through this journey and I appreciate them and I love them, but it's not the same. It's not the same as if my son comes in and is like, hey, dad, you know, I got an F. What can we do to fix it? And then I will guide him through those steps to get to where he wants to be. But I never had that. So the life outside, no matter what you believe in, no matter how many sins you committed, how many mistakes, how many shortcomings, nobody judges you. They only judge you for what you don't do. And believe me, by my... 16 17 years i was i was I, i was heading the wrong direction hanging out with the wrong people and that's all the examples i had growing up even after i came to the u.s because once i came to the u.s it was a big culture shock culture no culture cult i can't even pronounce that culture culture shock first of all i didn't know the language which i still getting my bearings underneath me to to keep on uh, learning more. So it was a big, big wake-up call for me, but also the streets weren't very different. They were a little more careless, a little more advanced, a little more ahead of the curve when it came to things, right? Because uh, this is a, America's a fast-paced environment for everything you learn everything on the go or you fucking or you or you stand still and you don't learn anything so learning a couple things that i should have not learned was to my advantage because now i see people of my age and they're like again i'm not judging but they're not they don't never step out of that that stage in their life it's always like it's always the same they dress the same they think they're still 19 they still like out here wilding drinking every night lying to people robbing people um it's like they chose that life and that life has taken over and what i've learned is that like even though i was a catholic a mormon a fucking street thug not a street thug but i was a street rounded I, I like to be outside how can i put this i don't even know how to put it this is the first time i'm putting it into words i i didn't want to be a pussy let's say that but by not being a pussy i could always get myself in bad situations and by saying bad situations like what is the purpose of me stealing a couple things from a supermarket and put in my pocket and then get caught what is what do i get out of it Nothing. So little by little, I learned that like, if I wanted something good for myself, I had to work it out within myself. I had to work hard for it, even though sometimes it might have seemed unreachable, almost impossible with the knowledge that I had and that I still, you know, don't have. How can I approach the goals that I'm going to set for myself well one of the goals was never go to jail do not go to jail you're too pretty for jail no but like, i was like no don't ever go to jail don't ever get caught up doing something you don't want to pay for L like i don't want to do 
three, four years in a fucking prison for some dumb shit that at the moment it might make me it make it might made my ego feel good, but inside I was just like lost. You know? And um my life turned around when I was around twenty. It turned around for the better. Was it it wasn't easy letting go of that lifestyle where everything comes easy and, 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 and actually putting in work at a job and doing this and doing that and having multiple jobs at, at, at once and, and trying to like fucking get out of that hole, you know, because once you're in that hole, that hole just wants more of you, more of you. And, 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 and next thing you know, you're 40 years old and you think you're still 19. You never grow you, that hole only lets your ego grow it only lets the, the the macho in you especially coming from a mexican background you have to stand your ground you have to fight blah 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 i get all that i get it but there's got to be a few people that have lived that lifestyle and have knowledge and have wisdom behind them of course 100 percent. there's it's, it's not ever, but the mass the vast majority of people that live like that don't get to ever grow as a person and at the end of the day that's all i'm looking for that's why i joined the mormons that's why i try to do, be a good person because i'm trying to grow as a person and growing as a person it takes a lot of self reflecting and coming in terms with where you messed up, where you felt short, where all those things. We don't like to admit that sometimes we are not, sometimes we don't like to agree that we are the problem, right? We, the way we think, the way we act, the way we move, it's, it's based on your life experience, but also in your decision-making. And my decision-making was poor at that time. And I think it's getting better because... Obviously, I am where I am because I made my mind, I made myself do it. I didn't, I held myself accountable by becoming a father. I was like, I don't want to, and I think that's where it clicked. I didn't want to be like my father and my mom. I don't want to be, I want to be in their life. I want to be there to support, to guide to to catch to pursue to through the good the bad all of it all of it uh and having my son was like fuel it was like okay we got to fucking push harder push every day don't stop does it get overwhelming at times 100% it gets overwhelming but again nothing good comes easy so we're still you know we're still watering that plant until that plant has fruits of its own. And we're going to water those plants too. That's the goal. The goal is to make better human beings. And I come to the realization that being a better human being is not. It's not by leading with. With the rules. Not even rules. It's like it's not. I'm looking for the word in my brain and trying to translate it because that's how it works. Example, I'm trying to lead with example. What kind of person am I? What kind of character 
does my kids see when I, when I'm under pressure, uh, when I'm happy, when I'm stressed? Like, what kind of character am I becoming? And then, thankfully, I've lived experiences that they don't ha ever have to experience. You know, like being mothersless and on Mother's Day. That is a shitty one. Like that that's one of the like things that like I don't hang on to because the memory is very vague. It's, it's, it's almost like I'm clearing space from things from the past and making new memories. But my kids will never have to be like, Well, you weren't there. Ugh boy. That sucked, right? But sorry that this has turned into a sentimental history of the back porch Mexican but all in all I'm extremely extremely happy where I'm at today is at the end of the road not yet and I guess that's most of the fears for people that they don't see the the exit for certain things They're like this is what I do this is what I'm gonna do the rest of my life and this is who I am that's very big this is who I am and no one's gonna change me you're right. No one's going to change you because it comes from within you. Change comes change comes from within you if you want change. Right? If you're going to make fucking burritos and sell them. But guess what? Guess what? If you don't make them, you ain't going to sell them. So, thinking the same way will always get you the same outcome changing the way you think is a different thing it's hard right and and to circle back on to like when i was looking at families at church how they were seemed to be perfect and seemed to never fail seemed to never you know make mistakes that's all Trying to keep up with the Jonesons, you know, like, oh, we have this brand new car. Like, that was the thing. Like, we bought a new car, and Timmy is going off to, you know, next year he's going to be in the U of A and, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's it's almost like, let me show off so you can, so I can be bigger than you. And that, I don't, that, I don't, I don't never want to be that, I don't think i ever been that guy where I, even if. I think I suffer from this thing where, like, even if I do a good job, I don't think it's a good job. I don't praise myself with, like, oh, you know, I'm the best. Uh, I, I cook those noodles to perfection. It could have been better. Everything could be better the next day. So I don't ever, like, show off anything. Accomplishments. I take, I take accomplishments... And I don't... I don't enjoy them as I should. That's another thing I need to learn. How do I enjoy accomplished little steps, little goals? Because that's what the mat like. But it's hard, you know, when you've never been upheld by whoever, but the people that are supposed to uphold you and be like, hey, good job. Then I'm not used to hearing that. Right? I get 
into my head and when I fuck up, it really, really bothers me. It really, really fucking, it, 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 it makes me feel, it almost like it reinforces that feeling of like, shit, you really don't know anything. Right. But at the same time, in the same token, I tell myself I don't know anything because I don't. I'm a moron. But it keeps that ego that I've been trying to bury from like thinking that I'm the, the, the hot, the last Coke on Earth, you know, the last glass of water in the desert. Because then I leave no room for improvement. If I know it all, if I've done it all. Like some people have, I've met a couple that they, they do tell them one story and they could, they have to up it and the, the upping of like stories, they might equal in, in achievements and in suffering, but they're not the same. Your pain is not the same as my pain and your joy is not the same as mine. You know what brings me joy? Mental peacemas. Nowadays, if everything goes well to like through the day and there's no bumps in the road, major bumps in the road. And my mental state is peaceful. I consider that a very blessed day. A, a, a because you know, nowadays something happens every time, every day, you know? So looking out for those days is like, thank you to, to the universe. Because like at the end of the day, Talking to talking about God and all this is, is is almost frowned upon. I don't know where I stand. I don't know what to believe. I've been lied to by core members of a facility where they're supposed to be believing in God, but they're also humans and they also have lives. They also have mistakes. That's the other thing I have to take in consideration, right? But God is is is, is, is something is here. Something other bigger than us has to be here. We can't be the most intelligent, the most caring, the most... We cannot be, because we all have evil in us. It's just a matter of time who brings it out. You know, like, if you mess with my family, best believe you're not going to get the the well-rational version of me. You're going to get the crazy person that doesn't think things through, that doesn't plan things ahead. I'm just going to act out of emotion and... You see what happens when you act out of emotion. You get slapped on stage like Chris Rock. But it is, <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of those things that I wonder if people think about. I wonder if, of course, I have to think about, but I wonder if, like, they go through, what are they how do they deal with adversity? How do they deal with with being down? You know, do they run to the doctor and get prescribed medicine for it? Or do they deal with it on their own terms? Do they read? Do they meditate? Do they, what people do? Do they go on a walk? Do they fucking drink, smoke, do drugs? All the above. It's just a matter, it's just a matter of finding out what centers you i want to be center all the time and believe me i want to be off center sometimes but thank you for listening you know and like i always say like share subscribe to our youtube channel our tiktok 
And don't ever forget to stay black because black don't crack. You know what I'm saying?